On today's episode, we are redrafting the first round with the knowledge that we have today. So join us for another action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane. And you could find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. And if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit the little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the Subtext website. Through Subtext, it's a one-on-one in-depth personalized texting experience where you get instant alerts on everything from prospect call-ups to injury alerts. And it's just a lot more than we can offer here in this 30-minute episode. And Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, as always, we got a fully loaded episode for you, so let us be your team secret weapon as we do a little, uh, you know, deep dive into how a redraft of the first round would look today. And Matt, you know what? Let no, with no further ado, I think the first pick is pretty obvious if you're redrafting today, and Matt is blessed with that first pick. Matt, who are we putting on the board? Zero homework on this one, guys. It's Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, you know, I love this kid without a doubt. I think he's absolutely incredible. Uh, I've been calling him since before we had a podcast. Uh, I mean, this year is just absolutely ridiculous. It might even be historic if he keeps going at this rate. With 101 runs, 26 home runs, 69 ribs, 53 bombs. Oh, and I mean, assist steals. I'm sorry, apologize. Um, I've had a few. Um, and 341 batting average. Like the the numbers are absolutely ridiculous. Now, no way, shape, or form, am I going to say he's going to do this next year? But here's the deal, right? He's already showing that he has the power speed combo, right? So even if we take this out and we just say, okay, what can he do, right? Okay, his ceiling is a 40-40. Yeah, without a doubt. His bottom is 30-30. We're drafting Trey Turner for the last three years at the number one pick overall for the 30-30 upside with the batting average. If Ronald Acuna hits 290 to 300, which he clearly can, along with the 30-30, he's he's literally Trey Turner. So why aren't we going to draft Ronald Acuna at number one overall? And, you know, outside of this MVP year, I think Ronald Acuna is probably going to be the number one pick, the future Mike Trout-esque pick. For the next decade, this kid is like what, Dom? Twenty-five? Like, uh, I'll double check it, but I believe so. That sounds about right to me. Yeah, he's been in the league forever at this point, but yet he's barely been in the league at all. Yep, hit the nail on the head, Matt. Twenty-five. Yeah. So, like, going into next year, like this kid is no question one-one. I don't even hesitate. I just, I love Ronald Acuna. Honestly, I think if he didn't tear his ACL the year before, I feel like this season would have already happened, and this kid would have already been instilled had probably one of the best seasons of, of MLB history. And he's literally putting on a show and doing it this year. 
yeah, man, not not much else to say besides if you took Ronald Acuna in fantasy this year, you're absolutely loving it, and you're probably in the top uh, tier of the fantasy teams in your league. So Ronald Acuna, shout out to him. Got him on a team. No, Matt's got him on a team. So we're doing all right over here at Locked On Fantasy Baseball. But let's keep things moving. Let's talk about who I'll go with the second pick. And, guys, we're not drafting, like, you know, just back and forth between Matt and I. We're going to try and go in order here, like, if, as if it was 10 different teams, not just one for one. So just so you guys know. And real quick, I do just want to do a recap on ADP from last year, you know, um, overall. Uh, so, I mean, not last year, but at the beginning of the year. So you could see what the top 10 looked like, you know, um, coming into this you know season. It was Trey Turner 1. Aaron Judge, two, Acuna, three, Jose Ramirez, four, Julio Rodriguez, five, Juan Soto, six, Kyle Tucker, seven, Shohei Otani, eight, Mookie Betts, nine, Freddie Freeman, ten. So I'm going to, I'm got my second pick here. Well, my first pick, second pick overall. And I think this guy goes number one if you can have him as both a hitter and a pitcher. So you know where I'm going. And I'm, I'm going Shohei Otani, but I'm taking him as a bat. Shohei Otani at 29 years old, you know, right behind Acuna having, you know, a monstrous career season. Shohei Otani on the year, 114 games, as you know, as a bat, 425 at-bats, 89 runs, 19 doubles, 7 triples, 40 homers, 83 RBIs, 16 steals, 74 walks with a 306 batting average and a 1076 OPS. Shohei Otani, man, is, you know, the guy is the modern day Babe Ruth. He does it all five categories plus the other five, you know, four categories in pitching. If you can get him as a pitcher, um, once again, if you can get him as both first, I think he's the first overall pick. Matt, would you agree with that? Would you take him over Cunha if he can, you can get both his hitting and pitching stats? That's tough, but I mean, I guess because of the pitcher, yeah. Yeah, and just what he's been doing as a pitcher, even though, you know, a pitcher Otani probably will not go in this draft. So I'll kind of read you off what he's been doing as a pitcher as well. So Otani as a pitcher this year, 10 wins, 5 losses, 317 ERA, 22 starts, 130 innings, 165 Ks with a 106 whip. I mean, the guy does it all, and I'm taking him second overall, you know, even just as a hitter. The upside's amazing. 29 years old, 6'4", 210, Otani. Otani's one of the best in the game right now. Amen. The only site you probably get them on, well, you get a choice on CBS, but uh, Fantrax, which is my second favorite platform, um, you know, you can get them over there for the both player, which is wonderful. But let's move on. Let's talk about the number three pick. And this one, I think, is kind of a no-brainer for me, and that's Mookie Betts. Um, you know, I was considering him and Judge, but the thing is, honestly, Mookie, for me at least, Dom, you could disagree has just been Mr. Consistent his whole entire career. Like I, he, I fully agree with that. <laughs> I fully right? agree. So here's the deal now, right? We're in the first round. You you want to make sure you have a solid, bona fide, consistent player, right? Yes, you want upside, right? You want the Ronald Acuna, the Shohei Otani. That's tier one and two, right? But now, like, okay, I'm at pick three. Do I go with Judge, who can get hurt at any given moment? Or do I go with Trey Turner, who I think will have a bounce back, but he's going to be a little bit lower? Um, but I go with Mr. Consistent and that's Mr. Mookie Betts. I mean, shoot last year's numbers versus this year. Numbers are pretty consistent, are pretty, are pretty much the same, right? Right now at 424 at bats this season, 93 runs to 117 at 572, 31 bombs to 35. I think Mookie hits 40 this year, just a heads up 77 ribs to 82. I think he's going to hit about 90 this year. 
eight stolen bases to 12. I think that's probably about the same. And he's batting 283 versus 269. I think Mookie Betts literally will do his high ceiling will probably be this season, I think. And his floor is last season. So if you're going to go into a draft, your first round pick, you could probably walk away with Mookie Betts and feel really happy. He's not my sexiest pick out there, but Mookie Betts is Mr. Consistent. And that's where I'm rolling with. I actually, as you broke that down, I really like that pick. And the craziest thing about Mookie Betts is if you play on Yahoo, I don't know about my, uh, other platforms. I really play most 99% of my fantasy baseball is played on Yahoo. He's eligible at second base and shortstop. So you're getting a guy that has, th- you know, Swiss Army knife potential on one of the best teams in baseball. You, you can't go wrong, Matt. I think that's a great pick taking Mookie Betts third overall. Thank Before you. we move on to the fourth overall pick and I reveal who I'm going to be taking, and we kind of just go through the rest of this first round and kind of feel out where things are at this point in the season i just have a quick sponsor for you guy and guys and the today's sponsor is the sleeper app sleeper is a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users in 2022 at sleeper it's not just about sports it's about building personal connections and lasting memories Sleeper Picks is our real money gaming product that connects friends over picks. Choose from two to eight of your favorite players from pregame, live, or even across different sports. Pick higher or lower than predicted stats. Only on Sleeper can you get up to 100 times payout. Share with your friends and get rewarded together. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $100 a month on your first deposit a hundred dollar match on your first deposit excuse me on that one guys terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states check out sleeper today and dear everydayers and new listeners we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way introducing our diamond club on the subtext website By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call-up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions, and enjoy, enjoy direct access to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions. Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to us, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join us on our Diamond Club on the subtext website today, and let's take you your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, we keep saying it, listener league entries, you know, you got to have your subscribed, you got to be subscribed on subtext um, either already or, you know, by September 1st, you get a chance to join our listener league. You know, we're going to do a little like kind of raffle type of ordeal, throw all the names into a hat type of thing and pick one out. And that person gets, you know, entry to our listener league for next year. Come show us what you're made of, guys. You know, you want to play with the pros. You know, show us that you can take us out. This is your opportunity to do so. So join us on Subtext within that Diamond Club. All right, guys. You know, let's keep things moving here. And uh, my next pick is a little shocker. I think Matt's going to be surprised by it. I think the fans are going to be surprised by it. I'm taking Fernando Tatis. Now, it, it, it's a. I think it's a, it's a bullish pick. It's a very, very bullish pick at this point. You know, fourth overall. Tatis on the season's doing doing good, not great. 95 games, 398 at-bats, 63 runs, 25 doubles, a triple, 19 homers, 60 RBIs, 17 steals, 
256 batting average is a little bit down. But, you know, Fernando Tati showed us the type of upside that he has in 2021. 130 games, 478 at-bats, 99 runs. 31 doubles, 42 homers, 97 RBIs, 25 steals, 282 batting average. He's basically could do very similar things to what Ronald Acuna is doing this year. I don't know if that upside is as high as Acuna, but if anyone could touch it, I think it's Fernando Tatis. Um, I'm just going out there and I'm, I'm throwing my hat into the ring and I'm hoping that, you know, Tatis can come close to, uh, you know, 45, 35 type season with like, you know, a 280-ish batting average and, you know, very good runs, very good RBIs. I think San Diego is going to be a lot better next year than they are this year. So Fernando Tatis is my pick at four overall. Oh, dude, I love that pick. Not for nothing. And here's the reason reason why. And it's low-key, I think he, I figured we'd be able to get him cheaper. Um, I honestly didn't expect for you to go this high with him um, only because of the fact that I honestly thought that, you know, he probably would have been a second round pick because he, d- he is doing well, but he isn't like blowing people away with his numbers. But I feel like this is like that bounce back year for Ronald Acuna last year after coming yeah, off the yeah. ACL, whereas next year he'll probably take that explosion year where like, okay, boom, here we are. Like, I feel like come draft season, his ADP will probably be about, 12 13 maybe 14 which i think is a reasonable price for fernando tatis in redraft leagues but i feel like straight up like tatis could be the fifth overall player no question like the upside is going to be limitless and as the season progresses this kid could hit you know kick in that second gear and just go boom here we are i'm fernando tatis i'm one of the best players in the league don't forget about me i've been this dude so you know fernando tatis great pick there i it, it, it's it's risky right now, but honestly, by the by the year's end, I think we're going to be talking about like, yo, that's probably a reasonable pick. But let's move on. Let's talk about Mr. Kyle Tucker. I think Kyle Tucker would be my pick here. Um, he's having an incredible year. Finally living up to that hope. He's on trajectory to be a 30-30 dude this year. This is what we all expected from him from the jump. Um, I'm trying to, Dom, if you could do this for me, because I can't find it. Hey, what's up? Uh, where he's currently being slotted in in the uh, batting order. Because- uh, you know what's funny, Matt? I was literally just looking at it, and uh, they finally moved him up, and he's been hitting third and fourth. Right. They've so, been part of the success. Right. So that's the thing. His last month, and this is part of it, right? 19 runs, 8 bombs, 28 ribs, 9 stolen bases, batting 326. Okay, this kid would start the season. For some reason, they were on Pena, bust. They have been, been on, um, what's his Michael name? Michael Brantley. Yeah, Brantley. Oh, old Man River. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zip it around, break it in. Yeah, Rumble Stillskin <laughs> over there, man. I just like, like, oh, yeah, let me, let me throw him out at like number two. Okay. But like, you know, whatever. Um, that, you was, know, that, was that your Michael Brantley impression? No, that's the coach. I don't even know his name, but the manager's a bozo. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kyle Tucker, he's okay. But anyway. Yeah, Dusty um, Baker. Yeah, Dusty Baker this. Um, but anyway, Kyle Tucker, I think he has the ultimate upside. Now that he's in that 3-4 spot, and once Alvarez comes back, it's going to be a – wait, no, Alvarez did come back. Excuse me. Right. Alvarez is back. The lineup is just monstrous. So between him and him and Alvarez bouncing back between – 
three and four. It's just going to be absolutely monstrous. And you can see the production. This is where Tucker should have been. He's an elite player. 21 home runs already. We still have 200 at-bats to go. Maybe 250. There's no way he's not hitting another 10 home runs. At minimum, nine. That's 30-30 on the dime without more stolen bases. Like, Kyle Tucker is an elite player. I think we finally stepped into it. He's hitting 296. There's no reason he can't go up four points. There's no reason he can't go down four points. I don't care. He's in the 290 to 300 range with 30-30 upside, period. He's done this like a monster last year. 71 runs, and he was hitting like seven, five, 30 bombs, 107 ribbies. And that's hitting in the five to eight spot. Like, come on, 25 stolen bases. He's going to have five more this year. Batting 257, I think that's just the confidence game that Baker's screwing with his head. So, long story short, Kyle Tucker deserves to be there. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes another freaking step next year and kicks that second gear and just goes, boom, I'm a 35 home run hitter. I'm a 35 to 40 stolen base guy. I wouldn't be surprised with Kyle Tucker next year. Yeah, Matt, great, great take. Um, Yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I like the pick, Kyle Tucker, having a monster year. I think Matt, you know, was, you know, spot on. I would like to just see maybe a little bit more runs. You know, hopefully that that's not really on him. That's a, a supporting cast around him. You know, uh, you know, the wait, Astros, wait, Jordan there, it's gonna happen. Yeah, so I was saying the Astros themselves are having a little bit of a down year this year. You know, Alex Bregman kind of just man, Jordan's been hurt a lot, you know. Called so that, the Bregman. Yeah, that team just hasn't really been, you know, what they were. So I think Tucker next year, like Matt said, you know, 30 plus home run upside. Seals could be 30 plus as well. Batting average, you know, that's gonna we'll see how things go. He's a career set 274 hitter through a thousand uh, eighteen hundred at bats. So I think the batting average would come down before it would go up. But I love I love Kyle Tucker in that spot. Whether you take him fifth or yeah fifth, that that's about where that's about right. So my, I'm going risky. I don't know why. I'm, I don't know what it is today. I've been going risky with my picks. Uh, let's go, Aaron Judge. You know Aaron Judge has been hurt, but you know what? I really would never put him as a flangy guy because none of his injuries in his career have been like anything that is like really horrible. This year with the toe issue. You know, he got hit on the wrist a few years back and, you know, had the fractured wrist. You know, he's had some leg, you know, lower, you know, second half, uh, second uh, lower half of the body issues. But I mean, the guy's six, seven, you know, uh, big, big baseball boy. That's going to happen with the leg sometimes. So I'm, and I, I don't think you really count on injuries for anybody unless it's, you know, Alberto Mondesi or Jazz Chisholm, you know, and then judges 280, 280 pounds as well. So, you know, that's bound to happen. But, you know, we all know what Judge did last year. Monster year, 133 runs, 62 bombs, 131 RBIs. He had 311. He's still hitting 284 this year with 21 bombs through 61 games played, 48 runs, three steals. So, you know, what Judge has, you know, like I would say like four and a half, you know, category, you know, contributions. Not much else to say about Judge. You know, if he if he plays, you know, 150 games, 140 games, you're going to get, you know, a, a, I would think a top three guy. So for me to get him here at six, um, I'm pretty happy with that. Dude, like, I mean, that's a solid pick. Like, I will never hate on somebody taking Aaron Judge in the first round. Like, you know, that's just not in me to just say, yo, like, Aaron Judge is always a consistent pick. But here's my thing, though. I don't expect him to just play 500 get 500 almost 600 at bats that's just my thing with him it's unfortunate but if he does manage to play a full season bro this this guy could finish number one hence yeah. why he's still in the yeah. first round great pick like i i don't hate it 
I just think truthfully, like this year is kind of more the realistic aspiration a- aspect where he'll probably have 400 and change. 2019, 400 and change. 2018, he almost got 500. Let's just call it 500. It was too shy. But yeah, and that was that was the year he got hit on the wrist too. So that's not I mean, what do you, there's not much you can do about that. Right. Right. But in that time, right, those two years I just quoted 19 and I'm sorry, not 400. Um, he had 378 and 413. I apologize. Um, but like those are mid years, right? Um, my guy had 27 home runs in both those seasons. Like the, the dude just produces batting 272. Like even if he doesn't play a full season, he just he's usually back around the playoffs. That's usually the part that matters the most, right? Like Aaron Judge pisses me off as a Yankee fan, even though I'm wearing all Philly Philly gear. Um, where he just is hurt midway through the season, then we're straight we're struggling. We're just trying to win, get to the wild card. But Aaron Judge come fantasy baseball time is always around for the playoffs. And that's like the opposite of Clayton Kershaw. So <laughs> I really do love Aaron judge, but before I move on, I went a little too long. Um, guys, I have my pick coming up. We had the rest of our draft coming up. Um, you want to stay tuned. We got one more break for you and then we're done here. All right. And we're back. Um, we got my pick here. Um, I think you're going to like it. It's somebody you're probably like, Oh, why haven't we talked about it yet? Right. Sorry. I'll, I'm done teasing. So I'm Mr. Juan Soto. Um, Mr. Juan Soto has been great this year, bouncing back. I think he, there's another level that he's ready to hit. Um, Padres have just been a little, little bit of a duty recently, but I think, you know, he's turning a corner this last month alone. He's the 19th player overall with 14 runs, nine bombs, 26 ribs, batting 286. That's the Soto we know and love. Soto is a power machine. He is great. 65 runs, 24 bombs, 73 ribs, six stolen bases, 270 on the year. Last year, he had 27 home runs. Last year, he had 62 rubies. Last year, he had six stolen bases, and last year, he batted 242. It was a down year. It was a pathetic year from dealing with the cruddy, cruddy Washington Nationals, going to a new team and moving moving himself to the San Diego, to San Diego area. I feel like there was a lot at play with, with Juan Soto. I feel like he's getting comfortable in year two. What year three is going to bring, I think, is where the Padres go after it, where Juan Soto gets after it. He's going to finish with at least 30 to 35 home runs on this on the year, without a question. He's going to finish with at least 90 runs. He's going to finish with 90 ribbies. And he's going to bat about 275 to 280 to finish this year. Next year, I think with Bogarts in his second year, with everybody else going on, and you pray for a Manny Machado bounce back, things could get real for Juan Soto, and that team can really snap together. So I really do like Juan Soto. I like Juan Soto. What are we up to that, Matt? Was that pick eight? I believe it was pick eight. Six, eight. That, yep. That's not a bad choice there. You know, that's that's like the similar what I did with Tatis at, you know, at four. You're kind of banking on, you know, Soto's career and his upside. I mean, he's been, you know, mediocre on the month. It's only been eight games, so I'm not really, you know, mad at that. But, you know, um, he had a very good May after a really bad April, March. He had a very good June. July was all right. So, you know, I mean, he's on the right path. I just... I just I, it Juan Soto is just such a mystery bag these days. You you don't really know what you're gonna get with him after you know this being you know 
the second mediocre year so far in a row. You know, Juan Soto is still out there doing his thing, but, you know, on the year, 99 walks to 103 strikeouts. He's always, his whole career, he's had more walks than strikeouts. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what's causing Juan Soto to not be the 300 batting average guy with the monster runs, the monster RBIs, the, you know, great home run total. He's never really been a stolen base guy, so, you know, he always does a little chip in like Judge does a little, you know, a little chip in. And, you know, it's not a bad pick to just see what happens there. Um, I, I like I like the pick though, man. That's a that's a strong pick. So number nine, I'm actually surprised that this guy's still on the board, especially since it's one of Matt, Matt's boys. Going with Freddie Freeman. I did not create the banner if you're watching on YouTube, so I'm gonna do that real quick before I give my uh Freddie Freeman rant, so we can just get it up there so you know who I'm talking about at all times. Freddie Freeman, right now, Freddie Freeman just you know having a monster year, 101 runs, 23 homers, 81 RBIs, 16 steals, 344 batting average. I'm gonna be honest with you, I think next year he's gonna probably go higher than this. So I think I'm, I'm getting him at a bargain right now. He's the number you know um, two ranked player overall behind Acuna, and yeah, I know Freeman's getting older, but that Dodgers lineup is good. Uh, he's been doing this pretty much his whole career, perennial all-star. I know he's getting a little older at 33, but look at guys like David Ortiz, you know, that have done it for like a oh, that did it for, you know, a very long time. I think you're going to see that from Freeman. Maybe you'll start to see, you know, the, the downward spiral, maybe 36, 37. So I still think Freeman's got a, you know, a few, you know, good more years in him. On the season, Freeman, 113 games, 453 at-bats, 101 runs, 23 homers, 81 RBI, 16 steals. I think I read it off already, but I'm just looking at 42 doubles. Just looking at even a points league, you're getting a guy with 42 doubles, two triples. You know, the walk-to-strikeout ratio is pretty solid. You know, he's hit. He's This guy has hit uh, pretty much 300 since 2016. Only one year he didn't was 295 in 2019, so... I mean, yeah, you get, you know, you could um say, oh, no, five points of batting average, but I love Freddie Freeman, and I think it's a strong pick at pick um number nine. Yeah, no, dude, like, Freddie Freeman, solid pick there, truthfully. The thing is, he's just not flatty, where, like, this is a 40 to 50 home run upside. Like, we just know what Freddie is, right? Yeah, like, he's going to get... Though. Right. No. And I, I mean, the, the runs and ribby numbers are just like almost to win you a category right there and then. But it's just like, hey, we weren't sure last year if he was going to hit 30, 30 to 35 bombs. It looked like he is on pace to get 30 to 32 home runs, which yeah, is solid. I think, he'll, I think he'll, he'll touch 30. I think it's between 28 and 30. I think he hits 30 to 32. I think that's more likely and not just because I'm an owner of him in a few leagues. It's just really just where I think he is. Truthfully, I think next year you're probably right. I think he does take that next step being the third year at the Dodgers system where he hits maybe 35 home runs that one year where like, yo, he was incredible, you know, almost MVP caliber Freddie Freeman. So I, I would love to see him return to form. But the thing is, he's also, what, 31? So 35, next, 33, 33. 33. So, yeah, like, you know, talk about 34, age 34 home run. I mean, not home run, year season. Um, You know, like, I mean, Goldie still had MVP close to MVP year at that age. So, I mean, it is possible Freddie Freeman's a genuine talent, but you know, at this point it's still like, okay, do I want to risk it on old man Sanders? Who's phenomenal and, or do I not? So like for me, I don't know if I'm drafting him in the first round. It's probably like 12, 13. If I am hitting him in, in the first round, that's just me. Let's move on. Let's talk about my pick here. Let's talk about Mr. Julio Rodriguez. Um, finally, this man's name comes up. Slowest start in the history of phenomenal first-round picks. 
Um, but if you look at his history for the last year, at least, I mean, yes, it's only one year track history. Slow starter starts off so slow. Great by low candidate every year. Um, you know, first couple months were atrocious, but he's really been kicking in the gear. Um, so far on the season, my guy's got 68 runs, 18 bombs, 62 ribs, 27 stolen bases, batting about 257, a little down right now, but I think that, Hey, it's that sophomore slump. But also, too, he's really been kicking it in that gear, and I think he'll probably end up with 25 bombs again to 28. Um, he'll get that 75 to 80, 80 ribs. He'll have the runs about 84, about the same, and probably get his batting average up to about 265, 270 to finish out the year. But next year, I think, you know, we're in that junior year. I think we're going to have that explosion where, like, a lot of players kind of take it to the next level here. Where like you know you sort of let you sort of wander show up just for a hair. Um, if Wander could have put that whole season together, he would have been in this conversation. But you know you look at Vladimir Guerrero Jr. who really put it together in his third year, and I think that's where Julio Rodriguez is. You know that sophomore year where all that attention comes after you had like one of the most incredible rookie years. It's really hard to you know not let the outside world in, and I think Julio Rodriguez is going to rein it all in and take it forward on this season uh, for next season. So. Julio Rodriguez would be my pick here. Matt, I'm actually su- very surprised that you took that route. And uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it short and tight because I'm going to talk about who I think, who I thought you were going to take. And you mm-hmm. took my boy. So I'm, I'm, if we had one more pick, I'd take your boy and I'd go with Mr. Bobby Witt Jr. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what the thing was is that like, He's like I. I really thought you were gonna go Bobby Witt because he's just he's having the better year out of the two. Out of I think them two are gonna be tied together for the rest of their careers. The way they came up, the both the way they had both had slow starts. They had to the rookie year. They had monstrous second halves of their rookie year. And Bobby Witt just you know after a slow start this year too, just you know has really 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 turned it on over the past month on the on the you know season. Bobby Witt, hundred and thirteen games, fifty nine runs. Uh, 458 at-bats, 20 doubles, 7 triples, 20 homers, 68 RBIs, 34 steals, hitting 269. Doesn't get much better than that. Bobby Witt at 23 having, you know, uh, his breakout year. As Matt said, you know, a lot of the guys that third year kind of seems to be the year where they put everything together and really have that monstrous campaign. Next year, I don't think Bobby has the power that Julio has, but he has way more speed. So I could see Bobby going, you know, like, mid to high 20s in the homers, like I think he finished with this year. I think he could touch 45 steals. Batting average, I really want to see next year because 270 this year so far, 254 last year. So if Bobby could get it up to 270, 275, and maybe, you know, uh, Vinny P comes back next year, maybe Kansas City makes a couple moves. That lineup is a little better next year. We thought it was going to be good this year. It wasn't. So I, I think Bobby Witt, you know, really, really is, is worth the first round pick towards the end of the first round next year. I love it, dude. I love that pick. Um, I was kind of saving him for the end. Like I don't know uh, if I feel, I don't know if I feel comfortable drafting him this high. That's um, eleven. Pick eleven. Take him there. Yeah, I was probably thinking this pick. There's one other guy I'd probably go ahead of him, and go for it. That's Mister Luis Roberts. Um, Luis has been incredible, just like I called it. He was my bold. Yeah, prediction. Matt, we, we took him, I think, in every mock draft mm-hmm. we did. And that was my bold prediction this year. If he could put it all together, stay healthy. Um, my guy was going to be one of the best players in the league. He's 12th right now in Yahoo. 
okay, my guy's having a phenomenal season with nobody on that team, including Eloy, who just makes an appearance every once in a while. Um, <laughs> Mr. Flanges himself. Um, 74 runs, 31 bombs, 65 ribs, 16 stolen bases, batting 270. Matt, don't think, forget the 30 doubles. 30 doubles. Yeah. Like, you know, Luis Roberts is just taking it off this year, just like I thought he would. And quite honestly, this is where he's going to take, but the upside is going to be a top five guy next year. I think he's figured it out. I think this kid is going, is ready to take off. Now, if they could just put a couple people in that lineup with him that can stay healthy, this kid can be phenomenal. Luis Roberts is incredible. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he even finishes this season with 40 bombs with, I would yeah, say, I think he'll get there with at least 150 at bats to go. There's no way he doesn't get it. And there's no way he doesn't hit 20 to 25 stolen bases. And there's no way he doesn't hit 280 batting average. The ceiling is limitless with this kid. Next year may be a special year, and I don't want to miss out on Luis Roberts. So this is why he's my number 12 pick. Probably the sneakiest pick of the whole draft next year. Love it. Great pick. But you know what, guys? That is all for us for today. Uh, please, um, you know, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff if you haven't already. And um, we'll be back on Monday. We'll talk about the best, you know, must-add players from the weekend. And shout-out to our everyday's new listeners making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. But, guys, until Monday. See you.